As we turn to Jonah, uh, I'm going to read from the New American uh, Standard. I'm going to highlight uh, maybe just, we're going to look at verses 1 through 16. uh, But I'm just going to highlight primarily that I want to look at verses 1 through 7. If you're not there, say hold on. If you're there, say let's go. Amen. Let us begin. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So he went down to Joppa, found a ship which was going to Tarshish, paid the fare, and went down it into, went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Can somebody say the Lord hurled a great wind on the sea and there was a great storm on the sea so that the ship was about to break up. Then the sailors became afraid and every man cried out to his God, lowercase g. And they threw the cargo which was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. Can someone say, but Jonah? had gone below into the hold of the ship, laying down and falling sound asleep. So the captain approached him and said, How is it that you are sleeping? Get up, call on your God. Perhaps your God will be concerned about us so that that we will not perish. Each man said to his mate, Come, let us cast lots so we may learn on whose account this calamity has struck us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Praise God for his word. I'm going to try to deal with the topic this morning, running into trouble. Running into trouble. As we look into this text, we see Jonah, he's running from God. And if you don't understand, if you're not with God and you go away from him, you're open to some trouble. Uh, The song said, everywhere around me there is trouble. Mm, mm, mm. But God is standing by. Look, 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 look what happens here. Jonah is running away from God and he goes into trouble. I want to highlight, if you will, I'm going to try to be short and and succinct. I'm not going to try to be here before you're long. So if you say amens, I will be done quicker. But I want to highlight some characters here. We have God, we have Jonah, and we have some ungodly folks. I want you to highlight. We have God, we have Jonah, and some ungodly folks. I want to highlight here that the ungodly folks prayed. Did anybody else catch that? Those who did not know God knew how to pray. The one who is is his prophet did not pray. Mm. I want to show you here, God called Jonah to arise and go to proclaim. Jonah arise to go and leave. He did not get up, but he went down. Tell your neighbor, he went down. 
Look closely at the text. That, that's why I read the New American Standard because it puts there that he went down to Joppa. Paid to get onto the ship that's going to Tarsus, and he went down on the ship. It kind of symbolized that the more he got away from God, the deeper he went. Can that be somebody else? That the further you moved away from God, the deeper in despair you became. The deeper in depression you came. The deeper in debt you became. The deeper in trouble you became. All because you left who called you to go where you wanted to be. We look in this chapter. It does not tell us why Jonah wanted to go. We just know he did. He left for whatever reason. He left to go away from who God called him to be. And you see here, he's trying to go to Tarsus, which is believed to be in Spain. So he's leaving the promised land where God is with his people to go where his people are not. Y'all catch that? We need to catch up in our sometimes in our lives that when we are wrecked with sin, that we don't want to be around those that will help us to be righteous. But we go around those that will help us to be wicked. I can't stand still. He, he, he could have he stayed in the promised land, but no, he decided to go as far away as possible. It said that he went down. He went down. And look, look what God does. God sends a wind after him. A great wind. And this great wind makes a great storm. I, I'm saying great because I want you to catch on. That word grace used a lot. Because we know he got swallowed by a great fish. And, and when he was in that great fish, he went down. Y'all see that? See the theme here. When he's away from God, he's just going deeper and deeper and deeper. And look what he's trying to do. He says he's trying to get away from the presence of God. Can you run from God? You see how ignorant we are sometimes? We think we can actually get away. We think that we can actually escape the all-powerful, almighty God who sits high but looks low, who is everywhere and sees all things. You see, that, that's, that's where the accountability comes from. Many of us, many of us, many of us who are struggling with habits, that we, we are struggling with private habits. It means nobody else knows your issue. But yet, you think nobody else knows because you assume God's not looking. But if we really understood that he is standing right there, we would stop doing the stuff that we're doing. Because, you know, because I can lie to my brother. I say, you know, I've been good. I've been good this week. I can lie to him because you haven't seen me. But all the whole time, I'm no in my own heart, convicted by my own sin, realize I lied to my brother because God sure enough saw me. Doing what I said I wouldn't do anymore. It's amazing how we think we can get away, but we can't get away when we know our God, the living God, the true wise God, that he is right there even when we're doing wrong and going through mess. He is right there. Catch this. Even the ungodly knew that. Y'all saw that, right? What happened? Trouble hit them. They started praying. Trouble hit them. They started praying. 
Jonah heard what God told him to do, he started trouble. Y'all see this? Look, look what happened. God did not mess with the ungodly. They was going to have smooth sailing, going to wherever they wanted to go. Probably rich and famous and having a good time. But yet he sent the wind after his one. What I want to highlight here is that many times in our lives that we become envious and jealous of the wicked. Saying, God, I've been, I've been faithful. I've been serving. I've been doing all this. We sound just like Peter. And, 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 and we left everything, God, to serve you. Well, what are we going to get? We get caught up thinking because they are prospering that they're having a better life. But yet, if you look in Psalms, you can see how the wicked, they may prosper, but they will fade. <laughs> they will fade. But your righteous will shine like the noonday sun. It's amazing how we can see, look here, that God judges his people, not the wicked. I want you to grab this. Look, look. The calamity came upon them because the righteous man ran away from God. And he brought other people into his mess. Let's, let's, let's bring this home. Let's bring this home. Let's bring this home. You who know God and you mess up, more comes upon you than those who do not know God. Jesus says that I will punish the one who is more accountable. Y'all catch that. And so we need to catch on here that what's going on in our city, in our community, in our neighborhood, we got to look and say, how am I a part of this problem? We have to look in. This is a challenge. This is a challenge definitely when you're in leadership that if something's going wrong, you got to first check yourself and say, what am I doing wrong? Yet, Yet you can blame other people for not being responsible, but what about you? That's why we got to look back at ourselves. Am I praying enough? The, 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 to the husbands, it says, and Peter says, many times your prayer is not being answered because you're not praying for your wife. It goes right there. So you want to blame this other issue, but what are you doing? We got to go back and look into it and say, God, am I being centered with you or I'm being self-centered and thinking only about me? And when I think only about me, I'm being like a crab in a barrel. I'm bringing everybody down. So God, look how much he loves us. Can someone tell your neighbor, he loves you. He loves you so much that he will send a great wind after you. Think about for a moment, there's somebody out there that's dying who does not know Christ, and they're waiting for somebody to send a great wind after them. Aren't you glad that you're saved? I, I didn't have a miraculous, somebody have to do something miraculous to save me. But there might be somebody out there that might have to do something radical out there for somebody else. What is radical? Somebody might need you to stay up till midnight with them. Somebody might need you to get up out your comfortable warm bed and go out at midnight with them in the cold and be there with them. Somebody might need you to get up early that morning, even though you're not having surgery, but you to be there with them and let them know that I know a God that can do all things. Somebody, somebody, somebody might need you to go to that neighborhood that you don't ever, 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 ever want to be in, but they need you. You say, I'll be there for you. 
You see, that's something radical. That's something out of the ordinary because God is calling us to go out and help somebody else and not be like Jonah and run away from his call. Jesus gave us a commandment, go ye out, make disciples, teaching them all things, observe all things, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And lo, I will be with you until the ends of the earth. We are called to go and tell people everywhere we go. But look how great our God is, that he showed mercy. He sent out a great wind. And when he sent out a great wind, the people started praying that did not know God. You see that lowercase g's. Lowercase g's. They're praying to their gods, plural, hoping that they won't perish. Somebody, the captain, he's smart. The captain's a good captain. Can somebody say he's a good captain? He's a good captain because he knew everybody was on the ship. Y'all didn't catch that. He knew about everybody on his ship. He said, wait a minute, we got everybody here praying, but that one we paid that got on, where is he? He's down in depression, sleeping. You know when you get depressed, you sleep a lot. That's a sign that when you become apathetic and you become, all you do is want to sleep and just do nothing, that's a sign of depression. He was depressed. He was Depression comes from an overwhelming of stress of not getting results you want. And you can't get any results you want if you're not being in the hand of God. Because the only results you should be able to get are the results that God has already provided for you because he called you while you were still in your mother's womb. Can I go back a little further? Even before you was in your mother's womb. God already knows how to use it so you can prosper and have purpose and have value so you won't be depressed saying, what's the purpose of my life? But you can wake up and get all excited. Oh, God, what you going to do with me today? But Jonah rose to be go down, to go down, to go down. We see that, right? And look what happened. The captain goes down and points him up. He goes down and points him up. Y'all see that? He says, you're down here, but I need you to look up and pray to your God. Tell your neighbor, when you're down, you can always look up. Isn't that good news? When you're down, you can always look up. Oh, bless the brother Charles, I saw him stand up when I said that. He reminded he's a boxer. Now, he know, he's a, so boxers, you know, when you're down, they remind. They, they, what's their they job? To get back up. And you see, you, 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 I love boxing. I love boxing. You catch it, catch it. When a boxer is boxing and he's getting hit, right, and he gets down, they don't even have their right mind, but they get on up. They're like, like I'm, I'm ready to go because I know if I get knocked down, I'm supposed to get back up. And some of the best fights happen when the fighter gets knocked down, but he gets back up and he what? Keeps on fighting. See, the enemy, the enemy wants to knock us down. But yet we got to let the enemy know I still got fight in me. I still got some fight in me. The captain went down to Jonah and said, Jonah, you need to pray. You know, what's going on? And, or who are you? What's going on? And, and Jonah says, well, this is all because of me. 
This is all because of me, because I am a Hebrew. I, my ethnicity, my culture, my group where I come from, then my religion. I serve the living God who created the earth and the sea. So he sent this stuff after me. So they heard this, and they said, you know, it didn't say who their gods were, but I, with my holy imagination, knowing at this time, their gods might have been the God of the sun, the God of the crops, uh, the God of the earth. But he said his is the God of two things. Oftentimes, their gods are gods of one thing. They, they have limited power. But he says, my God is a creator of all things. Y'all see that right there? Then they became even more scared. Because look here. Look, the ungodly were faithful to their weak little gods. They were running from their little gods, but he was running from the great, mighty, living God. And they realize that this ain't because of us, but this is because of you. But we don't want to do nothing. Let's take some lots, see what else we're going to do. Because Jonah told him, throw me up. Nah, 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 nah. We ain't going to do that because we fear your God. Ma, 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 ma. It's, a, it's, it's an amazing how the ungodly fear our God more than we. We, we said we fear our God, but yet we run from him. We say we fear our God, but we daily dishonor him. But those who do not know him know how to turn to him. Y'all see that? I told you I just want to try to deal with those three kids. We got God, we got Jonah, and the ungodly. But the ungodly are, are looking more righteous than Jonah, aren't they? And look what happens here. They cast the lots. It falls on Jonah. And they, they, they are perplexed. They are perplexed saying, what's going on with this kid? This Hebrew who fears the Lord God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. The ungodly men did, knew not to run from God, but Jonah had enough nerve to run from a God who audibly spoke to him. Y'all can't say. He ran from the God who audibly spoke to him, told him exactly where to go, and he ran from him. These men fear God so much so that they did not want to throw Jonah, but when the lot fell on Jonah, they threw him over, but they prayed to their God. They prayed to now. They went from saying Elohim, which is a common name for a lot of guys, to saying Jehovah or Yahweh and saying, Lord, please do not put his blood on our hands. Y'all see that? And look what God did. He allowed them not to have guilt for killing a man. He allowed a great fish to swallow him up. And it says they went away sacrificing and vowing to the Lord of Israel. Do you see how, how when they, they called on the Lord and he said, we earnestly pray, O Lord, do not let us perish on account of this man's life. And do not put innocent blood on us for you, O Lord, have done as you have pleased. Look at that. They, they look to God and say, God, we know you're doing your will. And, and we surrender, we're going to do this, but please don't blame us. Basically, if I did my translation, it'd be saying, God says, this man's acting a fool, don't blame us. <laughs> that, that, that's what's going on. But look, because of this man act a fool, they came to know the living God. He, he, uh, Hebrew tradition says that they, la they later on became, you know, converts. It does not say that happened, but we see here where, we, where they left off. They were praying to him, amen? So we do know that. So they threw him overboard. Look what happened. God's wrath. I want to holiday. I told him not going to be born. God's wrath was on who? His chosen one. His wrath was on Jonah, not on them. But because Jonah was with them, they suffered the consequences. 
I want us to grab that as we're calling for a time of repentance, we need to realize that in order for us to begin healing, we got to first say, God, am I, am, am, am I in right standing with you? To be in right standing with God means to be able to stand before him right. And the only way for me to stand in front of him right is first I got to come on bended knee. I have to come in humility. I have to come realize, Lord, I am a sinner. And on my best days, I'm nothing but filthy rags. There's none righteous before you. And when I come there, then, Lord, I said, Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And I believe his blood washes me and renews me. And God says, thank you, my son. Now you can stand. And then we can stand. He says, now go. (laughs) Because we are his holy priesthood, a holy generation. We are his disciples. We are co-heirs. So you see here that we have to first line ourselves up with God. Because if we're not lined up with him, then we are against him. That's what Jesus said. He said, if they're they're not for me, they're what? Against me. So if we're not speaking, teaching, living for the Lord, then we are helping the enemy to impact somebody else. Look what Jonah did. Jonah was, was, was trying to influence somebody else because God was telling him where to go, but he's open up. But yet, when Jonah turned back to God, he see how he became a blessing to another people. There's nothing too hard for God that you might be going through storms that you brought upon your own life because of your own disobedience, because of our own ignorance, but yet our God is still able enough to bring us out of that. If he can do it for the ungodly, come on, somebody. If he can do it for the ungodly, those who do not know, how much more will he do for his child? Come on, come on. If he's willing to give his only begotten son to save a wretch like you, do you think that your illness, your relationship, your marriage is too hard for God? You wake up every morning and the sun is still up in the sky. To this day, science trying to figure out where that sun came from. All you got to do is open up your Bible and God will say, I put a greater light and a lesser light in the sky. Pointing out that if he can create the sun, the moons, and the stars, how much more can he not regulate your brain? Touch your heart. Make the lame to walk. I was talking to somebody and woke me up. Just think about it for a moment. Many, many people, many people are struggling with addictions and, and saying, oh, oh, I might fall back on this addiction. I, I am not strong enough. But I'm here to tell you that I know a God that's more than able. Look here. Never have I read in my Bible that a blind man, he healed, went back to being blind. Never in my Bible did I read a man that was made to walk, all of a sudden fell down, went lame. But every time he healed somebody, they were healed. Can God deliver? Yes, he can. Do we understand that our God is able? He is able. He is able. So stop running to the world. They got nothing to offer. But God is calling after you. Let's stop running towards trouble. But let us come to our grateful God. Let us come to our grateful God. As we look at this, as we look at this, I want you to realize that he, he delivered not only Jonah, but also the ungodly. He not only loved Jonah enough that he did not give up on him when Jonah gave up on God. 
which means this, that you can be just like Jonah and might give up on God, but God will still go after you. I'm going to close with this, but just look, look how specific it was. Where was Jonah? On a boat, on a ship, going somewhere. So he did not need an earthquake to get Jonah. He didn't need a nice house to get Jonah. He needed to send a specific wind to get Jonah. What I'm trying to say, that God knows what will get your attention. And he knows how to get it. Because it wasn't just a great wind, it wasn't just a great storm, but yet the soap, the ship was about to break, that the captain went down and said, you need to pray to your God. Come on, somebody. It might be somebody you may not know, but might come to you and say, have you tried pray? And you better not get all holy and down and all prideful and just say, I know God is. You ought to look at that person and say, please, can you pray with me? We try so much to do it all by ourselves, but God is just simply letting you know you can't do it by yourself. That's why he always surrounds us. And that's why Jesus says, I will send you a comforter. So you see that how great our God is. That no matter what you are going through and what you are doing, God is still willing and able to call you back. But the trouble is for us, will we turn back or will we go down and down and down? Or will we look up and call up so he can lift us up? So stop running into trouble and start running back to God and allow him to lift you up. Now, we haven't finished the story. We're going to continue on the story. Jonah, he got thrown up and got swallowed by a great fish. Let's see what he do. But yet I can tell you, you can write your story right now. You say, Lord, I'm turning back to you. I don't want to be swallowed by no great fish. I don't want to be seeking in no great sea. But, Lord, I want to be lifted up by you. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you've never given up on us. We thank you, Lord, that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. God, we thank you that while we were yet still sinners, you died on a cross for our sins. Lord, we are thank you. We thank you that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness and forgive us of our sins. God, we thank you, Lord, that all who call the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, we thank you that you are our shepherd. We shall not want. Lord, we thank you that you are the light of our life, the strength of our life. Whom shall we be afraid of, God? Lord, we thank you that we look up our eyes to the hills which cometh our help, and all our help cometh from you. Lord, we thank you that you are a present help in the time of trouble. Lord, we thank you that you are exalted above all the earth, and you are our rock, you are our sword and shield. Lord, we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Lord, we thank you that we are more than conquerors. Lord, we thank you that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of you. Lord, we thank you that no matter what we are going through in our life, you are greater, you are awesome, you are mighty. And, Father, that's why we cry unto you. And, Lord, look into our hearts, God. We ask for repentance right now. Forgive us, God, of our wicked ways, of our sin, of our selflessness, of our pride, oh, God. 
Lord, let us not sit here thinking that I'm not that bad, God. We are, it, that God, that one lie was enough to send cross, Christ on the cross, oh God, Lord. It was enough, oh God. So, Lord, let us look back and say, Lord, we're sorry. But, God, we thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And, Father, right now, we turn back to you. We look up and cry unto you, God. Deliver us so we will not perish. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.